In today's Shir Tanya, we are concluding Tanya Pedic Membeis. The Altarebbe is addressing one final but fundamental point, and this should serve as a great example of how when we learn how to change certain perceptions, the whole reality changes, and we have a whole different experience accordingly. What, have, what are we learning? We're learning beginning with Pedic Mem Aleph, that when a Yid will contemplate about, as we learned in Pedic Mem Aleph, about the greatness of God and how God is mamish standing right above me and looking at me, etc. This will allow me to experience, to feel just the same type of experience that I feel when I stand in front of, let's say, a, a king, a human, a human king. That when I stand in front of a human king, there's a certain amount of awe and reverence, and that automatically affects everything, the way I think, the way I feel. There are certain base desires that I will not even be in touch with because I'm standing in front of a king, etc. And this is a madrega, this is a level that every single yid is able to and therefore responsible to reach. So al is saying at the end of the day, how can you compare one with the other? When I'm standing in front of a human king, not only am I being seen by this king, but I physically see the king. No one sees God. So how can you say that a person should have the same experience as one is standing in front of a melech, basar v'adam, I can contemplate and I can meditate, v'chula v'chuli, it will never be the same. Says the al it's not true, it's mamish the same. And here is where we have to shift our perception. And al Rebbe says, think about it. Okay, let's go to the marshal. You're standing in front of a human king. And you see him. Exactly what are you seeing when one says, well, I see him or I see her. Yeah? No, no you don't see him. The him that you are seeing is unseeable. The body, the body of the king is not the king. If I'm going to be in the presence of a sleeping king, I won't be in awe and reverence or nothing near as when the king is awake. Because the body is just like a garment. It's like I'm standing in the presence of the king's garments. Okay, big deal. The awe, the reverence is about me seeing the king. You know what? The king no one sees. The life force, the consciousness, the neshama of the king is also unseeable. However, being that I fully understand that no one sees a soul, but I see the effects that the awakeness that the soul is having on the king's body, I see the way the king is moving, I see the way the king is looking at me, etc. So even though I don't see the soul itself, in my perception, I am seeing the soul itself. I'm not seeing the soul directly, but I'm seeing the effect that the soul is having on the king's body. The king is alive and the king is awake. And therefore, yeah, I see the neshama. Ah, says the Alter Rebbe, exact is the same when it comes to God Almighty. Of course, we don't see God. But look at nature. Look at the life that we see in nature. Become more aware, engrave, ingrain in our minds and hearts that the soul of nature, the soul of the world is God Almighty. In other words, even furthermore, the Alter Rebbe says, when you see the movements of the heavenly bodies, and generally, they are all moving from east to west. So we know from the Kabbalah, we know from the truth that why are they moving from east to west? Well, obviously, God is making them move. But how exactly does that work? So listen to this, that the life force of all of the heavenly bodies, 
the spark of life, the soul of the heavenly bodies, they are aware of the greatness of God and they are in tremendous awe and in, they are in a state of bittal in front of God and therefore they desire to bow down to God. And being that there is a concept that the Shekhinah is in the West, Shekhinah b'marava, so their desire to bow down to God, that Kaviyachal, so to say, is more revealed in the West, that desire is what moves the physical heavenly planets from East to West. So says the Altareb, imagine you walk into a room and you cannot see the king. The king is beyond your sight. But you see all the ministers of the king and you witness them bowing down in front of the king. You'll be overcome with tremendous awe and reverence to the king. Ah, you don't see the king himself. Well, you see the effect that the king is having on all of his subjects. So the Altareb says, when you look at nature and when you look at the heavenly movements and you see how they're all bowing down to God, this is... Mamish, like seeing God, you don't see God himself, you don't see the soul itself, but you see how Hashem is working through the garments and nature is nothing other than a garment to God Almighty. And the Altarebbe says that this is really another meaning of the word emuna. Emuna literally means faith. The word emuna also means training. A uman means a craftsman, someone who was trained to do a certain thing. That when we say that Yidin have emuna, that means that we have the capacity to train our minds to perceive reality different. And the moment we ingrain in our minds that nature is a garment to God, and therefore we're looking at the king's garment, it's like looking at a physical king, like we mentioned, even the body is a garment. And yes, and therefore, once we ingrain that, we will stand always in a state of healthy awe and reverence and we will be filled with an emotional desire to be in service of God Almighty.